Welcome to Retired and Grumpy. My name is Len, and this is officially episode number two, but in reality, it's it's my first full episode. And what I describe a full episode is, is somewhere in that 10 to 15 minute range where we'll cover a topic or two and try to keep it just short and bite-sized for you. So as promised in the opening, I want to cover the probably the most requested story that I've ever told based around retirement living. Uh, certainly a favorite of mine and probably have told it well over 100 times. And the title of the story is 15 Guys in a Bathroom. And we'll get to the story in just a second. But basically, you know, my father was retired at an early age down in Florida in his low to mid 40s. And my mom had passed away when they were like 52. So I used to try to visit my dad as often as I could and go down there and try to spend some time with him. Sometimes it was tied around a business trip or some training that might have been in Florida or might have been in the Atlanta, Georgia area. I would take a quick trip down to Florida to visit him for a couple days. And then he often came up to, to visit with us as well. But on one of our particular visits, um, and it was relatively early when he was off on his own, you know, I had gone down to spend a few days with him. And the the first day, my travel day that I had landed, uh, you know, he decided it was time for us to go out and grab some dinner. So we were sitting in his in his living room. It was probably 2.20, 2.30, something like that. And we were just kind of doing small talk, chit-chat kind of stuff back and forth. And then he said to me, come on, grab your stuff. We're going. And I thought to myself, going, where are we going? So I said, all right. You know, so we got in the car and I said to him, I said, where are we going? He said, well, we're headed out to dinner. And I said, dad, it's basically 2.20. You know, isn't that a little bit early to head out to dinner? And he just did what he normally does. He just kind of grumbled and said, ah, just sit there. You know, I'll show you. So we were going to a smorgasbord that was relatively close to his his house. And by the time we got there and got out of the car, it was probably you know, 2.40, 2.45, you know, getting on near 3 o'clock. And as we were walking, I, I said to him, I said, you know, why are we going out to dinner so early? And he stopped maybe 20, 30 steps from the front entrance and said, well, here's the deal. He says, they have lunch prices and they have dinner prices at the smorgasbord. And he said, what we're going to do is we're going to go in right now and we're going to pay for the lunch prices. He said, but we're not going to get any food because at three o'clock they take away the lunch food and they bring out the dinner food. And he said the dinner food is much better. You can get things like, you know, miniature crab legs and shrimp and and steak and Chinese and, and those kinds of things, you know, against the very basic lunch menu. And I've got to, I would have paid a lot of money to see the look on my face as he was explaining this whole process to me. And he said to me, he said, so when we walk in there, you don't say a word, you know, we're just going to walk in. He said, let me do all the talking. We walked in through the front door and we kind of snaked our way over to the register and my dad you know, grabbed his wallet and proudly proclaimed to the, to the you know, young lady running the register, two for lunch, please. Now, mind you, it's quarter to three. And so she very politely and kindly, um, you know, charges him for the two lunch, um, two lunch buffets and then gives him the receipt and we, we start walking. And he told me, he said, don't pick up any plates, just continue to walk right past the food. And I'm thinking this is just getting stranger and stranger as the minutes are ticking by. 
But nonetheless, he's my dad, and I was visiting him in Florida, and I kind of wanted him to be able to take me out for the tour of what is it, what it is a day in the life of, of my dad, retired down in Florida. So we walked past all the plates, we walked past all the food, and we found a booth. And I got to believe it was my dad's most favorite booth in the restaurant because he was able to keep an eye on his car. Apparently down in Florida, there's a high crime rate for smorgasbord cars. I don't know, but it seemed very important for him to be able to keep an eye on his car. And we're getting closer to 3 o'clock hour now, maybe 10 to 3 or something like that, sitting at the table, just making small talk. And he said, come on, stand up and follow me. And I said, where are we going? Shut up and follow me. You know, so I did what I was told and I started to follow him. And it became clear to me about halfway through the journey that, oh my goodness, we're headed to the men's room. My dad and I are headed to the men's room. So I continue to follow dad and he opens up the door of the men's room and I follow him in tow. And there was maybe three or four steps and then you made a right-hand turn to the main area of the men's room. And as we made the turn... And I kid you not, there was at least 15 guys standing in the men's room. Now, it might have been more than that, but it was at least 15 guys standing in the men's room. Now, this isn't one of those typical large men's room. This might have had a stall or two, a sink, and maybe a urinal or two. Probably set up for maybe four people at a time, if that. And there was at least 15, and now with us in there, 17 people standing in the men's room. And nobody's in a stall. We're all kind of just squished together, almost like sardines in the small open area of this, of this bathroom. And then it dawned on me, this is where they hide and wait until 3 o'clock. So we're standing there, and there's this kind of grumble going on over the air of just small talk and small conversation between all these bodies in the room. And then every couple minutes, somebody would yell, who's got the time? What time is it? And somebody would yell out, it's six minutes to three or four minutes to three. And then as if there was a conductor in front of the room, there was this loud groan that went out. You know, everybody just went, oh, you know, and then somebody yelled, two more minutes, you know, two more minutes and we get to go. And so I'm thinking to myself, gosh, this two minutes cannot go any faster. Please, please, let's get going here. And then right at three o'clock, somebody yells out in the men's room, it's three o'clock, let's go. And this mass herd, we were all huddled together, starts kind of shoving and pushing our way to the door, almost as one big blob of people, right? And then the door flings open and these men start filing out single file, one at a time. And I, the only visual I could have from sitting out in the room there, if I was out there, would have been, this is like one of those clown cars that you would see at the circus, because it was just nonstop. You know, if you intuitively know these bathrooms are small, where are all these men coming from? And then this is one of those areas where the woman's room was kind of in the same cutout of the restaurant. And then the woman's room door opened up. Now, credit to the ladies, not quite as many, maybe six, maybe eight ladies came out as well, and they kind of matched up you know, with their husbands or boyfriends that were coming out of the men's room, almost looked like a little wedding processional as they kind of tried to synchronize as they were coming out. And everybody starts walking back to their table. And as I'm walking, I see over to the side is the manager of this particular smorgasbord. And we kind of made eye contact for, you know, a brief second or two. And he kind of had that smirk on his face 
face and he nodded his head up and down. And that let me know that he was well aware of what was going on. And I think he was the type of person that just was letting the seniors have their fun. You know, he had probably 30 customers in there total between the men and the women. So I think that made him happy. And the seniors were happy because they got away with something, right? They were able to go pull off this big scam of, you know, eating dinner for lunch prices. So we sat down, we got our plates, we had the dinner food as advertised for the lunch prices, and my dad could not have been happier and frankly could not have been prouder of pulling off this accomplishment. So as we were leaving and said our goodbyes and and headed back to the car to drive back to his place, I had to ask him. It was just driving me crazy. And I said, Dad, what's the price difference between the lunch and the dinner smorgasbord. Now, this was back probably in the mid-80s or something like that. And he said, well, it's $1.25 a person. He said, we just saved $2.50. And he could not have been happier and he could not have been more proud. And I understand, you know, now being a senior that we do live on a fixed income and $2.50 is certainly money saved. But it was as if they had won the lottery and, and made a million dollars, this dollar twenty-five or, or two fifty a person. So I told him, I said, you know what, Dad, when we go next time, I says, I'll buy. And I said, either I'll buy or I'll pay you the, the difference. And, and that just kind of goes to show what the, the mentality is down, down here in Florida with some of the retirees. You know, it's just, and, and to be honest with you, as I tell this story now, some what, almost 40 years later, I'm not really sure it was the money as much as it was just the, the hunt, the game, to see if we can get away with it, to see what the manager may or may not say to them, or will they be allowed to do it? Will they be told to stop? Um, you know, is there going to be that Perry Mason moment where the police come running through the door? So I think it was a lot more adventurous in their minds than it really was. But I'll never forget the look on that manager's face because he knew full well what was going on and he was letting the seniors have their fun and have their day. And I'm sure it happens frequently enough to them. You know, uh, it's, it, it's probably something that seniors try to do all the time. So there you go. You know, I hope you enjoyed that story. Like I said, I sure enjoy telling it. And, and as I sit here, it is an absolutely true story. And, uh, you know, if my dad was still alive, he would tell you, no, that, that's not what happened. But, you know, I could tell you for sure that it did. And, and you know, again, I remember the proud look on his face as he pulled it off. And every time I would start to ask a question, he'd put his finger up in front of his lips and tell me, shh, you know, don't talk about it now, not until we get, you know, out in the car. So that's the story of 15 guys in a bathroom, and I'm going to start working on the next podcast here tomorrow, and I'll pick another great, great topic for you. But for now, I'm, I'm in Central Florida, and I am retired and sometimes just a little bit grumpy. So this is Len for Retired and Grumpy, and until next time, we'll talk to you soon.